Mike Kiss Army. Welcome to the Kiss FAQ Podcast. Thank you for giving us your time today. Nothing is into your head. I hope you don't do any damage. This is a Kiss-related podcast by the board for the board. We hope that you enjoy. Welcome to episode 161 of the Kiss FAQ podcast. I'm your mobile host, Julian Gill, admin on the Kiss FAQ message board, and I'm joined today by the voice of reason, Ken, 69th Blizzard on the board, and Hello. Marcus Almighty, Mark. Yes, sir. And hopefully- Just one thing, I, I thought I thought the name, you got the name wrong because you said the Kiss FAQ. You, you are- it's, Kiss, it's Kissy yeah, Leaks Thank you. Podcast. Welcome to episode... 161 of the Kissy Leaks FAQ, the Kissy Leaks podcast, or whatever Eric Singer wants to call us. Uh, I'm your host, Julian Assange, and I'm now Ecuadorian. Um, yes. Of course, I'm I'm holed up in the Ecuadorian embassy in London, of course. Uh, that was hilarious from the stage at the, uh, the Los Angeles vault. Obviously, today's episode is going to be more about the Gene Simmons vault. Hopefully, by now, you've had a chance to check out both the Podcast Rock City podcast for their excellent episode with Sonny Pooney on um, his his recollections and experience in Los Angeles. And also, I was fortunate to join Jason Herndon and Andrew Scambati on the Kiss My Collectibles podcast very early Sunday morning for my immediate recollections about the L.A. vault experience. Of course, we're doing our... Kiss FAQ podcast about it today because there's a lot more to discuss. Ken, of course, was present in Los Angeles and um, had his vault shipped to him. So, um, you know, he's got a different perspective of how the meet and greet went with Gene, um, not having his thrown on the table or picking it up for himself and putting it on the table. Mm-hmm. And also uh, maybe a little bit to tell us about how things go for people who opt to have their shipped to them, uh, which I think will be very useful. If you saw me on the Kiss My Collectibles podcast, you will have seen me hugging my vault. And yes, I'm going to have a calendar picture of me in a ribbon hugging that damn thing because uh, I've given her a nickname now. She's called Rosie because she's a whole lot of uh, it. It really it really is a biblical relationship I've got going with that uh, vault right now. And let's get into it. Ken, um, you drove down from the Bay Area as well. Uh, tell us about uh, getting down to L.A. and uh, the start of your vault experience. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, fortunately, the drive went pretty good, you know, no traffic, uh, about five and a half hours. And and then uh, we hooked up with you, um, my fiance and I uh, hooked up with you and, and John down there and um and I guess we went to the you know the world famous or whatever you want to call it California famous uh, you know Rainbow uh, Bar and Grill which was a very cool place to go uh, check out um, and see all the rock and roll paraphernalia that was there um, pretty cool and you're you know joining God picture with Lemmy the statue of Lemmy you know <laughs> which of, of course today filthy Phil Campbell passed. So uh, mm. there's a, re- mm, there's a reunion right. going on somewhere of the original Motorhead lineup. So uh, quite 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 interesting to get to the Rainbow at an ungodly hour of what was it about five o'clock? It was uh, it was very pedestrian in there at that hour. Yeah, yeah, it was it was quiet. So uh, yeah, that was a good night. Um, and then I think that's the day, same day they released the uh, the listing of all the tracks on the vault right they sent it out that day um as to so they leaked it themselves instead of 
having someone else uh, get a vault and then take pictures of it or whatever and then put the tracks out that way to let people know. But uh, that was cool that they uh, did that uh, from the Gene Simmons vault site. Um, as as far as shipping, I, I still haven't received mine. Um, oh. Oh. Not yet. It's, it's uh, the latest is, um, well, they sent an email that it was going to be shipped early. They were shipping these things early January. Well, it's semi, almost semi-early January still. It's almost mid-January. So, but we got someone joining us, too. Hey, it's a new hey, hey. hey, Lonnie, good. Glad you could join us today to talk about the vault. We're just uh, getting started here, and Ken's just walking us through what's going on with the lack of shipping of his vault. So, uh, Ken, continue on with uh, where you're at, actually receiving your vault. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm still waiting for it. I've been in communication. Um, I think when I was when I was down there, uh, um, who who was it? Um, who did I, I talk to? I talked to a couple of people. <laughs> I talked to Sherry, Sherry uh, uh, and, and Keith. And guys. Sherry told me they. She goes, I don't think they've been shipped out yet. Keith told me he said I think they went out on a Thursday. So I, I had conflicting things. So I. I contacted uh, Keith, and uh, he he said he's getting on on that stuff as soon as possible. I guess trying to get the stuff shipped out. Um, so hopefully I'll hear something about it being shipped soon. Um, so that's where that stands. So he didn't sign the top of your vault then, is that right, or did he? Well, I don't know. No, I no, I, I don't think they're signing. I'm guessing he's not signing the ones that are being shipped. Right. Uh, unless he just signs a signature only by some chance. I don't know if he's if they're going to get him to do something like that or if he even that, wants to do that. And, that. and that kind of takes away the question I was going to ask you first is if you knew what your secret comp- secret compartment prize was. But I guess you don't know yet. Right. I still have to wait to find out yeah. the what that secret thing is. Who knows? <laughs> So, what did you get to go in the room and, and spend a few minutes with them? Oh, what was, what was yeah, that like get, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. Sure. So, at the uh, uh, the day of the vault experience, um, well, actually, the day before, they also sent out another email, or maybe that morning, about the uh, where to enter the parking lot at Capitol because it's kind of a mess around there and. Uh, they at least told us what gate or what street to enter on. So I got on that street, Argyle, Argyle Street, and there's a <laughs> had to push a button, you know, and say hello. And someone says hello, you know, and I said, I'm here for the vault experience. Uh, they get, and they asked me my name and gave them my name and they opened the, uh, the gate just opened. And I was like, oh, OK, so I had a quick had a quick jump back in my car because I couldn't reach the button. Anyway, so and sped through and, and parked and 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 line were you know two the first two people you know it's more two because everyone has guests but the two first people the guy from uh, another guy from my area in the Concord area um, and then Julian was was so number three second. I was yeah I was number three and uh, and uh, Keith. Uh, was very uh, nice to provide. Uh, he was there. He provided water and uh, some Gene Simmons uh, colas, you know, the 
whatever the money bag colas and root beer, whatever it is, um, to people who are who are standing out there in line. So that's what happened at first there. And uh, Julian, did you want to step in at all? Or? Yeah. Well, what I'm going to do today is I'm going to jump in. Obviously, I put out feelers for questions from people uh, on the board and elsewhere about what they want to know about the vault to go along with Lonnie and Mark's questions. So I'm going to go to our first question, and I, I, I didn't do names for who's asking these. Uh, what number of vault did you get? Are they randomly handed out, or did you end up number uh, with number two vault because you were number two in line? Um, I'm number 130, and it's etched on the uh, the uh, the vault plaque inside uh, your vault. So they'll be handed out randomly. There's no way they're going to keep track to make sure that you get the number that you may be in line, and you know it doesn't matter. Um, and I say this, as long as you get a vault, it could be number 666 for all I give a shit. Um, as, as, yeah. long, as long as it's got... Somebody might like that. Yeah, as long as it's got yeah. this content... Well, I mean, Bruce, I mean, what was that uh, that track he he did uh, a few years ago? The numbers. Shit, it was the instrumental. 495. I, I gave him copy 495 of the uh, Kiss Album Focus way back in 2000 or something. So, uh, you know, the, the numbers, it's irrelevant. Uh, I'll, I'll do one other... Uh, quick question here is uh, sound quality are most of the songs unheard or have collectors had these songs well well about the sound quality it varies paul stanley loved 24 track recording at electric lady gene simmons liked recording on a tape recorder in his closet so there's there is there's a there's a variance in sound quality is all of it good enough to pay for yeah it is but there are two tracks there are four tracks eight tracks it, it really does run the gamut and obviously going back to 1966 and my uncle is a raft that's a very low fi mm -hmm. recording but in terms of its importance emotionally and historically yeah. to gene simmons you know it, it's worthwhile of being on there so another one a good example of a lower quality one is the bob dylan work tape now, some people are going to mm -hmm. love 15 minutes yeah. of running a tape recorder while two legends, you know, work together. Uh, I've already deleted that from my playlist because once was, <laughs> once was totally enough, I left the songs from that track. All like right. The love gun teaching them out that kind of thing. Yeah. I got enough. Jump in, Mark. Go ahead. I got, I got a question. So now that you've kind of had a chance to absorb it a bit, what is the biggest surprise song that you heard on there and what's the what's the song that you were disappointed that maybe didn't appear on it um you know that's that's one of the questions i have on here and you know what what is this it, it's so tough because i have not digested it taking 166 songs um and here we are what five days later yeah. i was i wasn't able to rip mm -hmm. it because I, I brought my mac with me and it doesn't have a cd drive and i, I couldn't get the external working properly so <laughs> i could not rip it in time to have it on the drive back with jonathan and start listening to it i've listened to it mm -hmm. probably maybe five times over all all 11 discs there is stuff that jumps out at me. Um, right now, I'm going to say Dial-L for Love is an absolute mind-blower. It's uh, If anyone bought Eric Carr's Unfinished Business, we were led to believe that that was all they had of that. And that is a pretty crappy quality song on that package. Mm. It's a full crystal clear fucking vocal version on Gene's Vault. And I had never heard that before or had it in my collection. Um, another point to make on that is a lot of us are hardcore collectors, and there's a lot of out there that uh, has circulated for many years in many formats. Um, the quality on a lot of this stuff is 
better than what was out there. So then again, you know, you can't take because it circulated unofficially is is not a valid kind of measurement for the material on this box set because this is the official release of it. And for a lot of people, it's going to be completely brand spanking new for assholes like me. Well, you know what? Like I told Gene in person, and uh, I will uh, put this part into the show. I said, Gene, thank you for the opportunity of actually paying you for stuff that I've listened to for many years. (laughs) So that that totally rings true. Gene, thank you for putting this box together finally. I've been waiting since we were first talking about Monster and Alter Ego, about doing it. And I've owned some of your, I bought some of your stuff in the Butterfields auction. Ended up with your Stanley with Aaron Acetate, um, which getting to hold that in my hands, I sold it on to a collector in uh, Switzerland. Who, Good. Was, he was real. He, he, he wanted it. I like, I like it. You gotta pass it around. But now what we get in here, and you know, not just me and the guys who kind of are in the demos and all that side of things. Well, you never now know. We, now we get to pay you for it, which is really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a little bit. Of, we've enjoyed um, collecting stuff over the decades. Now we get to say, Gene. Here's our credit card, and you're giving us a, a wonderful How gift. How much do I like him now? A lot. So, Lottie. Well, I guess I guess one thing I wanted to know was kind of on the same tone as what Mark was saying, but what was there a when you got it? Was there like a was there you know you got to see the track listing a couple of days before it came out? Did you? Say yeah, that's what I want to listen to right off the bat. Was there was there a certain tracks on there that that you couldn't wait to hear? Or I know you said on the other side that you listened to the 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 bonus disc first, but were there but were there certain tracks that you were like yeah I want to hear that or I want to hear the Van Halen Brothers things or or what which which ones were you most anticipating and did they and and did they live up to your expectations thus far? Well, let's go to Ken on that because he hasn't yet listened to it. What are the? How are you approaching? Yeah, that'd be a better question for Ken, I guess. Yeah, I mean, how? What? Are, what are you anticipating? Are you going to go for any particular disc mm. or song first when you get yours <clears> and <throat> rip it out of its packaging? I mean, are you looking for the "It's My Life"? You know, to hear that in good quality, or what are you looking for? Yeah, well, since I know this is yeah, this is in scram- a scrambled kind of order. This this mm-hmm. set. Um, it's not chronological or anything like that. It's more, I think, I would say, sound. The, I don't know which way he grouped them exactly, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of all over. But uh, I probably will go to the uh, Van Halen stuff first. I, I think I will because I've been waiting so long to hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to, and I think I've heard. I don't know. I think I heard one of them come over the loudspeaker on. Uh, in this in this in the studio since they were playing 11 you know almost you know well the whole time when they weren't on stage uh doing something they were playing his music on a i think a shuffle i'm guessing um the whole time so it was i i heard a lot of the box set <laughs> i i guess because that was like a, an 11 or no nine hour period of time that we were, we were there in that mm-hmm. building and the, so, bo- the box set yeah. is nine hours worth of music. There you go. So, uh, oh, uh, I, I, well, hey, there you go. Because I taped our vault experiences, Ken, in between you and me, it was quiet outside. And Gene, and here's some behind the scenes uh, footage. Gene is asking, why is it so quiet out there? What are they doing? And, uh, I think it's uh, Mark Pincus, the president of Rhinos. No, 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 Gene. We're, we're, Beautiful's playing right now. It's a quiet song. He's like, oh, okay, good. 
you know. So, uh, <laughs> you know, they're like, uh, he also said, you know, we're playing the whole vault for them because they've already bought it. So they, they had the whole damn thing queued up for us that day. Uh, of course, I've mentioned it on the Kiss My Collectibles across the uh, kind of the PA speakers. So Sonic Fidelity, if you were sitting there with a tape recorder, you weren't getting shit that day to put up on YouTube. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. I, I, I got another uh, kind of question, though, that's been kind of on my mind about this. <clears throat> well, first, I'm going to preface this by saying that I'm extremely jealous that you guys got to go into one of the most, like, classic yeah. recording studios that I've ever seen. And I, I would have killed myself to have gone there to see just for that, because that's such a fantastic recording mm-hmm. studio. Um, was there something during that whole studio experience that really stood out? Like, what was the most impressive thing about that whole uh, time in there in the studio like did they do something that you weren't expecting like did they treat you guys extra better than you thought that you would be treated or how was that whole studio experience Ken I'll, I'll, I'll let you go first with your impression on that yeah well the, the studio stuff I mean to, to me just being at the Capitol building like you said was, was just so cool like the people that recorded there like uh frank sinatra nat king cole you're talking uh beach boys. You know, the beach beach boys did a couple albums there uh i think boston's first album i mm-hmm. think was recorded there too um, you know this goes on and on so just knowing that rock and roll and actually musical pop music history has been in that building and walked down the hall, same halls that we walked down was just kind of mind-blowing uh it's just very cool and to go into a studio says you know you know recording uh you know people are recording quiet please that kind of you see that kind of sign there somewhere and and so that that's very cool so otherwise uh being there besides the fact that i'm in this studio where people legends have have been um i i think it's just a surprising thing Best thing for me was, yeah, because of the additional, you know, ace. Because um, I wasn't, of course, I wasn't expecting that. Until Did you I shake your pants when we were, were in line? Yeah, yeah, I had to check them later. Right, no doubt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> I had to check yeah. mine when I saw it online. I yeah. wasn't even there. <laughs> First it was ace, and then they said, uh, you know, Eric, Bruce. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't believe uh-huh. it. The, the, so that was the the cherry on top of the whole thing because that was not expected at all um, and to get those three there with Gene is it, it's probably not likely going to happen at the other events they may get some other people they may get Eric may pop in uh, depending on logistics and stuff um, but I think we got a, a pretty good pretty good turnout for that yeah i I venture to say that that's the one thing that i made a comment about was that when i saw how your guy your guys thing went there i was like very like happy for you guys how fantastic it all looked it must have been amazing and i thought to myself that i almost feel bad in a way for some of the other places like you know detroit and that because i can't imagine that they're going to have maybe as many guests like you guys i mean los angeles is like a hotbed of music so of course you know all these people were there maybe in like a new york or something i can maybe imagine somebody coming like a peter chris or somebody but you know i i'm just wondering how the other events will be taken after everybody's seen how great it was in los angeles you know well you know what this is the first event they have to come out of the gate strong 
And yeah. what yeah. better way? Oh, yeah. And I know, and I know our reporting, and this is, you know, podcast Rock City, my, our, ourselves, and Kiss My Collectibles, and everything that people are posting on Facebook has generated uh, quite a few sales of people who said, "That's it, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm not missing this, no matter what." And they know that L.A. was a special oh, yeah. situation. But here's something else: Keith has made, made very clear. Um, on, on a Facebook post that guests are indeed being invited to all of the vault events. What does that mean? Who knows? But mm-hmm. they they are doing all they can to make each one of these unique and special. And if they deliver the sort of service that they deliver to us in Los Angeles, no one will have anything whatsoever to complain about how they took care of us, how we were treated. And let me give you a quick contrast. Obviously, I did the Gene Simmons meet and greet in Edmonton, where it was a cattle call. You were pushed through, photographed, ended up with side on photos, bang, you're back and out. And then Gene and his band put on a kick ass show. So the show was fantastic. Gene and his band were fantastic. The meet and greet sucked balls and was not worth a cent. Um, here, everything was absolutely perfect, from the communication to the execution to the extra T-shirts that they had on hand in case your plus one uh, wanted to wear a Gene Simmons Vault Experience shirt. If you're, if they had extra gold tickets available if you, in case yours had been damaged or you wanted one for your guest. They took very, very good care of you, right down to, you know, at the beginning, as Ken mentioned, Keith walking the line with drinks and everything for everyone. Once you're inside the studio and the vault experience has commenced, you're hanging out with like-minded fans who are there because they're hardcore for an experience. We had a lot of people online, Matt, Dave, you know, people that we know from the board or Facebook. And it's like, hey, man, how you doing? There was no boredom whatsoever. You're just talking kiss. You're listening Mm -hmm. um, to the vault. There are waiters coming by with hors d'oeuvres. There's an open bar. Oh, there's an open bar. Yeah, I still still (laughs) have a headache from that. You know, so the, the attention to detail is absolutely staggering. Um, I want to get into one of the other questions that I've got from online, and this is actually a very important one, and I'm glad someone is asking it. It's, uh, are the song titles that seem similar to previously released songs the same? And obviously, you get stuff on this box like, uh, You're My Reason for Living, Everybody Knows, Domino, Love is Blind, Bad, Bad, Loving, Rain Keeps Falling, Lita, Plaster Caster, Mad Dog, stuff that's been on Gene Simmons Family, Jewels, Box Set, Bonus Disc, Sex Money Kiss, Bonus Disc, and the Kiss Box Set itself. Um, I did an A-B of every single one of these tracks, and they're different. They're either really? slightly different arrangements, shortening parts, adding parts, moving things around. They are not the same. So they, they are true to the word that it is previously unreleased in this form. So they're different masters. There are, you know, there's a couple that are fantastic. Different, masters. yeah, different takes or whatever. That's cool. No, That's no, really cool not that they didn't different just takes. say, eh, we can throw this on there for a hundred for one of the songs." Yeah, so that's, that's so really cool. It's totally not a cop out. Um, you know, I, I've gone into some detail on here, you know, about the differences, you know, different, slightly different tempos being stretched out and whatnot. But I'm not going to read that all here. It just turned into a ten minute monologue, and I monologue too much anyway. So. Yeah, well, while the music was playing in there, uh, I mean, I wasn't always focusing because I was, you know, chatting and stuff. So it was kind of background, too. But every now and then I'd hear something that would catch my ear. I'm like, like, what is that? And uh, you know, it was either, uh, yeah, I know this, but it sounds different. Or or, or I haven't heard this, but, man, this sounds really good. Um, and and I, I want to say most of it 
even though you know the quality like we said quality changes from very low to you know very good but the actual song you know quality of the written song itself uh i say the majority are, are you know are, are very very good i mean just 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 great songs um and I don't recall hearing when I said that's maybe one song I heard that I thought was okay. I think I heard Mongoloid Man, um, and I thought, eh, I thought I thought it would be better than it was, you know, because yeah. you hear, you know, about Gene and 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 Joe Perry right writing that song, and I thought, oh, this is Mongoloid Man, and I was like, oh, well, that's. That's not it. as good as I was hoping for. Yeah, is that you it? Can see why so, you can see where it stayed, where it did. Maybe that's why it never made a record or right. something. So, uh, so, but the majority of times, like, man, this is this is really good, stuff, you know, written stuff. Well, um, and I, I told, well, I mean, I don't know if you want to get into it, um, Julian, but uh, when I got into see Meet Gene, um, and actually, I don't know, I is it okay. If I talk, no, go ahead, Julian. Yeah, okay. your show too. <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. okay. Well, the thing is that so we got in there and uh, myself and my fiance and and he says, "Hey, kids," you know that kind of thing, and, and we come in there and they introduce us uh, our names and and uh, you know the fist pump that whole bit and stuff. And uh, one of the first things he he does is uh, you know sh- sh- well this is the deal he he went to go get the vault so he turns i guess this this is what they told him you're going to turn and you're going to point out you know where the vault is and that your that person's going to go pick it up you know and bring it back to the table and uh but uh i had told just minutes before i told them that mine's getting shipped i i could have not said anything and probably walked out with another vault. Um, and I, cause I don't think they're tracking that. <laughs> I think they need to track that, but uh, me being the voice of reason, upstanding citizen, <laughs> I, I was honest. I was honest. And I told them that, uh, no, I, I, that's right. I, I got my mine's being shipped. So Gene went turns and looks like there's no vault here and <laughs> kind of thing. And, He's like he looks back at like uh, Keith. He says, uh, "What am do I you doing? have a vault that we can use?" Uh, and there's a vault on the other side of this table, and they put it up on there. Um, so he's showing me the, you know, he opens it up and so, so you know, telling how oh this is solid stuff, you know, the the whole spiel on that, and there's going to be something in the special compartment for you, you know, when you get that. And um, but it was just. Kind of surreal. Um, I wasn't nervous really going in, which I thought I'd be more nervous going into it. But getting there, things that I wanted to say, I just blanked. I mean, I blanked <laughs> stuff. I wanted to ask him. Uh, I wanted to suggest something about record store day and, and stuff like that, and I just I just blanked, you know. And so I, the only thing I really I mean, I talked about me. I said, hey, I'm listening to your music out there. I'm hearing I say, you know, your music, you have a great melodic sense on, on your music. And I said, that's got to be from some of that influence of like the Beatles. And then, then he started going off and say, well, you know, when I first got here, I was listening to, you know, Fats Domino and, you know, Chuck Berry and Little Richard and so on. And he's going into that deal. So he, we kind of got on there. And But anyway, 
it was cool. I mean, it was just very cool. He had my fiance. He looked over her and says, would you like to pick up this vault? You know, it was on the table and she's not that tall, but she got over there and was like, eh. you know, he just lifted it up that much over the, off the table. And it was just kind of funny. He just wanted to see her lift it up. I guess I don't know what it was, <laughs> but, uh, then he put down the stuff and, you know, I go, well, what do you got for me to sign? And, and I mean, I'll show you the stuff I got signed real quick. Um, I know this is, if you're listening to it on, not on video, um, if you're not watching on video, then you have to see radio. it. Um, so this is this, this here, and they actually had those on, on the table. So I have actually two of these. These are kind of like a free eight by tens. They had one was already signed out on the table. People were grabbing stuff. They actually <laughs> yeah. had this. Not this is a deal. Uh, again, me being the upstanding citizen, um, they had these round tables there. Round tables, you know, very small round tables you, that you stand at, and each table had a either statue or something kiss on it. Had uh, being the operative phrase. Had. Right, right. So I was sitting there. The one I went to was standing next to had the Paul Stanley statue of the knuckle bonds. Statue with him, we're gonna smash the guitar. Smash the guitar. Yeah, and I was like, hmm, that could be here. And I was thinking, should I, should I get that? I don't know. And but then later, they all disappeared. The one from Mars is <laughs> disappeared. That there was ones for the bobbleheads were on another, um, and, and and so on. So I was like, oh, I guess. The Kiss fans grabbed them up, you know. That's that's uh, what I assumed that they were for because they weren't nailed down. So I've got a Eric Singer L.A. Kiss bobblehead sitting at home now that it, uh, someone had put on our table when they grabbed our Paul Stanley. Um, you know, Jonathan couldn't believe I let someone walk off with a Paul Stanley Alive 75 for an Eric Singer bobblehead. But you know what? I'm cool with the L.A. Kiss bobblehead. I'd never have it otherwise. Also got one of the uh, the eight by tens. I, I, you know, I, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. But um, you know, how have you well, have you looked back at your uh, at your experience, and what else did you get signed? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll look back. I'll tell you what how I feel about the whole thing. But what's unfortunately, now this is something for you guys that are going to be going to the future in the future. Make sure you know what color pens you want on each of your signed items. Okay. Because I got, you know, like this one. Can you see the signature? No. Did he no. do it in black? It's blue. It's like a dark blue. Oh, he, he, al- he always does blue by default. And, and, and also this one is a dark blue. Why? Oh, I see it. But if I look at it, I'm like, oh, I can see it. I can think I, I see it, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like, after I saw that, I'm like, oh, crap, you know. But having said that, the last other two items I got signed was, um, here's the... Here's the uh, 78. Song. Oh, that's wonderful. Nice. That's fantastic. That's a nice one, too. And the uh, remember you saw in the picture that I posted, uh, the picture yeah. disc, right, Mark? You talked yeah. about Here's the picture disc. And it, oh, you got a frame. Uh, oh, that looks yes. sweet. Nice. Nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That turned out so good, the, yeah. Yeah. So that one. I actually had this in the. I had the original one in a frame, and the original ones fade. The white fade yeah. turns off yellow. The original ones. Um, but so what I did is I said I'm gonna take this newer one down, and get it signed, and then replace the one in the frame. So that's that worked out great. Yeah. So those are that's everything I signed. 
as for the whole Julian, your question about, I mean, looking back on it, uh, it, was, it was just fantastic. I mean, even though, you know, it was a long day, obviously, you know, not, they're nine hours. Um, but again, it was worth it. It was worth seeing Gene and, uh, and Ace ribbing each other, um, just trying to jam out some some songs like you know, Rocket Ride or 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 what at cold gin and in 2000 man torpedo that kind girl. of stuff torpedo yeah yeah even even gene knowing the riff for torpedo girl was a surprising right um yeah and the other part you know i know we got ace uh bruce and eric came later and that cut into what i think would have been a longer gene simmons you know songs and stories part he had the songs and stories uh but i think it cut off a little bit because he had the guests and you know they could do some jamming uh, you know so it was to me it was it was totally worth it well wait a minute it's, it's not totally worth it until i get my vault right right now so pretty, you, you've had the experience you just need the damn vault and then your whole yeah because i want to listen to music because it's really it's, it's all about the music i mean I wanted to meet Gene because, you know, he's been the main guy for me since the beginning. He's been my favorite since the beginning. It's yeah. just the way it is. Go ahead. I, I got I to ask this, though, because um, one thing that I've noticed that really kind of piqued my, uh, like whole, my attention with this whole thing is that as they were filming there, like, for example, Julian showed us what he had in his box, like the extra thing. Uh, Sonny Pooney posted what he had inside of his. And I know that the first person got Gene Simmons' watch off of him, oh, right yeah. off his wrist, right? Now, there must have been, obviously, other people inside when, when you guys were there who got their vaults as well yeah. mm-hmm. there. Were you guys, like, so comparing I'm, so I'm and guessing, contrasting? Well, all I'm guessing is, did, did, did you guys hear of anything else that people got in their boxes while you were in there? Nice, Mark, because you've just picked my very next question that I was going to read off the board. Oh, so th- thank you for introing that to me. All right, here we go. Um, and, I, you know, I want to stress Gene Simmons and his love of Americana and the Cracker Jack thing. So, uh, yeah. you know, everyone got who got their vault got something in it. Yes, we know about the watch from the first guy i um had a alamo sheet music book for uh e-flat instruments cool. and stuff you know so it's a, it's a 70s you know merch thing yeah. uh, off the wall and also a uh, a backstage pass from the edmonton meet yeah. and greet which uh oh, cracks the shit out of me. i know that someone else got a 2017 uh clive davis after party uh grammy Grammy's after party invitation that's like solid gold colored uh, in a in a nice wow. in a flash kind of uh, container along with a photo pass from the uh, Freedom to Rock tour. Wow. Um, someone else got a guitar strap that uh, stage played okay. from the, I think yeah. it was from the 70s. Um, it certainly looked old. It was in black and white that Gene took out and signed right then and there for the person. Um, you know, someone got a beach towel. Someone, yeah. you know, was everyone happy with their stuff? No, you know, because I, it's just the nature of a lotto that someone wins a $5 scratcher and someone gets a $10 scratcher. Uh, instead of, fo- you know, I prefer to focus on that we all got a hell of an experience and all of that stuff's just extra yeah. kind of fun. That's bonus. It's, it's, it's called a surprise. Yeah. You know, so uh, am I happy with my stuff? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm absolutely thrilled that they put something extra in mine that allowed me to, number one, take a camera and stick it up the back end of the vault and find out that it's like the Great Pyramid, that it's a secret compartment back there that goes all the way up that you can actually fit a heck of a lot of stuff into because it goes all the way behind where the book uh, sits and the action figure goes. So you just don't know what you might find in there. And if stuff's mm-hmm. shifted around, you know, you might have yeah. something extra fall out. You just do not know. You know, there, there's no reason to not stick your vault upside down and see if something falls out. So, um, you know, what else is there on there? Um, uh, there was one guy who was not happy. I, I believe he got like a Hello Kitty or something that he c- could barely pull out of the thing, and he's just like, "What the hell?" Uh, okay. You know, and and that's fine. I, again, you know, luck luck of the draw. There you go. You know, first guy up gets a nice watch. Uh, fourth or fifth guy gets uh you know guitar strap it's all good you know uh, again you're, well, not, they, you're not paying for it that's it's, not what you bought though what you, you bought you bought the experience uh-huh. and you bought the vault you weren't buying the, the mystery yet that's be, the be gracious and, and i just want to pass on one piece of advice to people if you are receiving your vault in person and gene points out that thing pop it open and see what you get because it may be something he can sign or you know, God help you. It yeah. might be your vault might be empty. It might be a goof up, you know, that you know they got to check and make sure you know that it hasn't been jammed in the back where you can't see it. So certainly mm-hmm. pop it open and see what's in there, and be gracious. Goodness me, I, I would say definitely do it in front of Gene because if you're ungracious in front of him, you'll get a demon scowl. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. When I first, I remember when first purchasing it, it was like the first couple of days when it became on, you know, was on sale. I don't even remember there being a secret compartment or that was announced yet. Um, so it was all about for me about just meeting Gene and and then the the music itself uh, were the most important things. Um, just a couple of things. I don't know. If Keith will watch this episode or anything, but a couple of things that the only they they. You know, everything was 99% perfect, but to me, what they could have done is uh, the part where you're, you're going in, and they're giving you these wristbands, um, you know, those just those generic wristbands that they put on. Um, they could give you a number, maybe, or something like that, um, because they had the guy, the poor guy there, was running around looking for people. It's kind of like the opposite. Why is this one guy searching through this whole crowd of people to try to find someone with the name of whatever, when all he either has to do is go on a microphone and call out a number or call out their name, which he finally did at the very end, towards the end of the whole thing. Um, and that's what they probably should have done, you know, given a number. Um, because supposedly the, the line that you get in, that order was going to be the order for getting in to the meet and greet with Gene, but no, not necessarily, because there's another guy right behind me who well, hours later finally got in. So, there, there was someone who deliberately delayed. Oh, okay. He did. He, he delayed it. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, don't right. know, I don't know who that person is, but there, 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 I did know that there were some people who deliberately delayed going in because they were trying to figure out timing to not miss Ace or, you know, some other things that, that were well, going on. So because the, they didn't know the schedule of what was happening, they... Right. They they weren't they weren't concerned about going in the specific order. But that's that's your thing is is if you had a number like you had a number like 
40 or something. You're like, okay, it's going to be a while. So if I want to leave, the, you know, head out, because you can leave and come back in, go out and grab a sandwich or whatever. You can do that and then not worry about, you know. Or, or Jonathan hanging out either? doing nothing all day. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, or Jonathan who left to go to the freaking Rams game, Jonathan. And they didn't have the courtesy to the oh, that to makes win. Did not, oh, they yeah. didn't even win and he missed out God, on that. Uh, plus America. But uh, you should have seen oh, Andrew's dress when we saw him later. Um, a couple – I want to hit into another one of our questions. It's uh, – when did you get the email about the details of the LA event? What kind of information did they provide you? I heard an email came the day before about parking, et cetera. All right, so if our event was on yeah. Saturday. We got an email on the, the Tuesday before um, about here's your event. It's being held, blah, 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 and all that. And then the night before, as Ken mentioned, we got the, uh, the more detailed one about parking. So one thing I, I thought about both of the emails is that they were very detail-oriented. They were perfect, exactly the sort Pretty of communication clear. that I expect for that amount of coin so absolutely no complaints there had all the pertinent information about the, the schedule and more importantly the re-entry policy but you know what if you don't know who might be showing up uh i, I would say unless you absolutely have to don't leave because you just may miss something fun and impromptu so um can you talk more about getting checked in once you're there well it was pretty smooth wasn't it ken i mean for us at the head of the line it was you go in sign your, line and... sign your name yeah Sign your name. They put the wristbands on you, um, and you you get shuffled down. This I think the uh, mark the uh, the studios are are underground because you go down oh, a, really? a ramp downhill and then you turn a left and go down again. Uh, so it's it's they're underground because um, uh, it's it's kind of up on a hill. Um, I would say almost a little bit this. The, the the Capitol Records building because when we walked from a lower parking lot up to an upper parking lot so it's it's kind of you know up built up probably like that and I think underneath is studios um, in the in the ground so that was cool that's really cool because I mean if 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 I if I had a chance and I would have went to that the only possible reason I could see myself leaving there would be to hunt down like the mastering studio or something you know just try to try to oh, find yeah. one of those kind of legendary rooms just like sneak in and take a peek at it really quick you know because i and they're still I just, doing mastering there yeah. That, that, yeah yeah oh yeah like ron mcmaster still masters at a capital there for a lot of the releases that come out now so they, um, mas- they master the I'm, vault there yeah well there you go so i mean that's incredible place i mean that that building is so historic and such a important thing in you know music so i i think you guys had a great experience like being in there i'm sure so yeah there were security yeah. guards mark there, there were security they, they, <laughs> you wouldn't have gotten far they, yeah they wearing a kiss t-shirt like that no you're you're a marked man they would have <laughs> literally <laughs> figured all right so uh let's go so to I this guy doesn't like my right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah send, send him to the nashville one all right so you mentioned that you set up a personal camera tripod to film your experience how oh, did yeah. you go about doing that um i asked permission if it was okay to bring a camera to film it and when i was there right before i went in i i asked keith again hey is this cool um and went in and filmed it. At the end, I said, hey, my buddy's next in line. Can I leave the camera running? And they said, sure, no problem. And then Keith brought the camera out for me afterwards. Um, again, with T-shirts and whatnot, just as a matter of courtesy, I asked Gene. I said, hey, is this cool for the photo with you? Because it was uh, the Kiss FAQ podcast. And I just did that as a matter of respect. He said, what's that? He, he said, yeah, 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 sure. Whatever, whatever, whatever you want, whatever you want. You know, so uh, 
that was pretty cool. Uh, next question from the from the peanut gallery is: It sounds like there was a professional photographer and videographer in the control room during your experience. Uh, do you have any more details about that? Did they film the home thing? How do you get photos and video? Well, we got what was it yesterday? We got notification about the professional photos that have been shot, Ken. Um, yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and they've already shared up the link on on okay. Facebook and every everywhere. Very very happy with the quality of the photos. They were shooting. Yeah, your picture looks. They, they were shooting video. Uh, Ultimate Classic Rock was shooting video. What's it What's it going to be used for? Probably promotional. And you know, again, there was a sign on the front saying, "By coming through here, you uh, you submit, uh, you turn over all your rights to your whole life and your life savings to Gene Simmons Inc. Um, and we will use it however we want." No, you know, they're filming. They're going to use probably <laughs> some of the more uh, photogenic people. Um, you know, and they were interviewing fans throughout. So you know, it, it was all. You know, photographers are coming through, especially when Ace showed up, and there was like a whole freaking video gaggle around him and Gene. And you know, th there's some cool photos again. You can go on Facebook and see those. Monique. Well, other than other than the uh, the Bob Dylan track, Julian, is there any others that you've like? Yeah, after a couple of listens, I really don't need to hear that again. Is there is there any? I guess is there. I guess there's going to be some filler stuff with 165 songs, whatever it is. But is there anything else that you're just like, yeah, that's awful. I can't. I'm, I'm skipping that the next time it comes on. Gene Simmons disco. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I will oh, probably yeah, remo I remove. I will remove some of those tracks. There's a couple of disco. They're they're more than uh, say Love Is Blind or uh, what's, what's the other <clears throat> version of that. Yeah, there was, I can't remember the name, but there was a disco song. I was like, wow. This Queen is of My Nights disco. Is, is one, I think. And I, I don't remember the other. Again, I'm not It, was, it not wasn't familiar. bad. It wasn't bad. No, I, I thought some was yeah. pretty bad uh, for my taste. <laughs> when I, you know, I was right. I, again, I, I, I want to really uh, savor the high points more. The carnivalist stuff, uh, the carnivalist soul stuff is so just, holy revenge. shit. Yeah. The revenge stuff, the Oh my. Yeah, like the like the version of Domino, I guess. Is that that's different than what was on the box set? Is what you're saying? Yeah, slight, yes, slightly slightly different. You know, yeah. again, to a certain extent, you can say yes. It's a little bit of a recycle. It's slightly different. You know, um, it, it's just so tough. The, the song titles don't roll off your tongue yet. Uh, the Dynasty sure. and Alive Two demos. Holy shit, um, moments for me. And of course, the Van Halen stuff. You're like, oh, okay. And that's all I'm going to say on those. I, you know, I, I don't want to ruin those because I know people are really excited to hear them. So, you know, it, it, it's just so much material. I'm, I'm not going to be comfortable really talking about it. And, you know, I've already started writing up notes and stuff, copious notes about all of these. Well, Julian, I think on a on a probably a follow up episode, maybe after I get my involved <laughs> in it and we are able to digest the music, we could actually, you know, review you know, the songs are our top, you know, kind of things or, you know, what what stood stood out, you know, on, as far as the music and maybe what would you do if you wanted to put like a, a record store release, you know, 10 song from that thing together, you know. Oh, absolutely. Kids. We will do a best of the vault episode with a couple of other folks who've purchased it as well and see which ones uh, everyone comes up with that we would recommend be released as a standalone product. Um, another one. Did you ask any questions about Kiss? And if so, did you mention anything about future deluxe releases? 
I didn't. I didn't ask Gene any questions about Kiss. For me, it was all about Gene. Hey, what else are you putting out? This is you, you know, I I went in there with a grand plan. You know, I was going to be recording this all on video. I was going to be recording this all on audio. I was going to get Gene to do a bumper for the show. I was going to say, Hey, Gene, can you just say this is uh, this is Gene Simmons you're and you're not, but you're listening yep. to the Kiss FAQ podcast. Totally forgot that the moment I was in because the yeah. flow of our interaction just didn't leave me the opportunity. Plus, I realized as soon as I arrived in LA that I. I'd forgotten my audio recorder, which, you know, there, there you go. And then I was fighting, you know, the, the never, the never winning battle of batteries. My iPhone mm. battery just sucks. And my video camera battery sucks. So, you know, there just wasn't an opportunity. I didn't want to ask him about kiss. <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. I, you know it, it just didn't fit into the conversation I was having with him. It was all about the vault and Gene and what Gene means to me. You know, just like when I saw Peter Chris, it was all about that, not about asking any questions about other stuff. Just didn't seem yeah, to Yeah, well, yeah, I was going to say, I did ask, but I didn't ask about Kiss. I asked about the, uh, the Riverside show that was canceled. I said, I was supposed to see you, you know, at Riverside, but, you know, the show got canceled. And then he kind of lowered his voice into like a, almost a whispering, like, the, and talking about this, the guy or the promoter or something was a, a crook or something, you know. A, 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 real, a crooked promoter perished the A-hole, well, a-hole or something. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, all right. He, he, he was like, yeah, this guy was no good or whatever, something. And I said, okay. I said, well. Uh, you know, I'd love to see you come up to, you know, the San Francisco Bay Area and the band there. Yeah, well, you know, we'll see. You know, so he's like, I commit, of course, to anything uh, coming like coming up to here, which he probably won't anyway. He won't. But uh, that, that, yeah, the only other thing he said uh, about he said Capitol, he said that he said it was the last event that will be held at yeah, the Capitol. Uh, now, I don't know what that means the Maybe Capital is still going to do other stuff, but it, will it? Will they stay in business in this building, or I don't? I know. think he means functions like that. I think he's trying to say. Yeah. I don't think this. I think the studios still doing well as a business. I mean, right? Probably I, more think, so I just today. think that they don't want to host those kind of things. You know? Yeah. So something. It's about. It's the last time we're going to be. So yeah, like you said, it's probably just the events kind of thing having people or having parties or doing whatever there having kiss fans in the building <laughs> yeah it's the last time we're gonna have kiss fans in the building that's for sure <laughs> all right so another another thing i was kind of curious about though too is you were saying that like there's a uh, stuff from like you know revenge and from carnival of souls and then you said you were impressed with the uh, like the alive 2 stuff and the dynasty stuff um i, I remember they were talking back like um, the, the, is there stuff from him as far back as let's say hotter than hell even like from that era no so what's the earliest roughly 1966 which is the uncle is my uncle is a raft there's stuff from i think it's 60 uh, here here's one of the downsides to the book the book is a monster it's beautiful the detail that ken put into writing up each of the songs is wonderful um and that's ken sharp of course not ken our ken um yeah, our, our other cat. Um, so you know, it, it's beautiful layouts, pictures, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Don't get me wrong on any of that. What I had really hoped would be in there would be like uh, studio sheets with dates 
and players and mm. maybe they weren't able yeah. to track it all down for every track and made a decision not to include it for everything rather than have some listed so it, it's more worked into the stories of each who is performing so gene uh for example will say well this is me with uh say tommy and eric just on a day off you know recording some ideas or this is me with joe perry uh, you don't get that information for everyone though obviously gene and, and you will have seen him on videos already saying about michael's raptors with these two guys from high school or junior high at that point whatever it was um you know recording so those details are in there but for me it like doesn't have the years specifically for every single song so you don't really? know mm-hmm. is there anything from 74 no most of that stuff would have been kissed probably under that contract as well so it's mm-hmm. only the stuff that he recorded outside of the kiss dynamic with a couple of uh, uh, notable exceptions a couple of guys yeah uh, mad dog obviously from the box set is nearly the same it's a different master so it's previously unreleased master it is the same one with uh, jr smalling sounds way better than on the box set um so you you know the date of that but also because we know the history so that's something else i'm working on writing up a feature that will have all those kind of missing details that we know of uh from independent research so you know that that's kind of interesting Uh, this is also a a, a tack on to mark's question which um one of the other ones from online is can you please give your insight and review on all 166 tracks no please let's start no. with track one yeah but sure yeah. no but you know number one buy the vault number two i'm not going to ruin it for people who have bought the vault who have yet to receive it so i'm really leaving my comments um you know kind of general on a few things rather than going into detail and everything it, it, again it's so much to digest i'm not ready to so you know thank you for that question but uh nice try yeah, we, uh, can you play me a sample of, say, the first disc? Uh, no. You know, the, that's why there's going to be no samples in this episode either, because uh, I ain't going there. You want to hear, sam- yeah. hear samples, go to where they've officially uh, played some, and uh, that'll have to be enough to whet your appetite. Uh, Mon- Lonnie, Mark, next question. I've still got more on here, so. I have a question, actually. Uh, wait, you, wait, you were the vault yeah. yet? Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, Ken has questions of his own. But there's a song. Uh, there's a song, another song by uh, written by uh, Gene Simmons and uh, Vincent Cassano. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. How is that song? Um, I can't off, remember off, the name off, of the top. Off the top of my head, I have no idea. It, it didn't resonate with me. Let's put it that way. And uh, okay. that that is one that I do have a bit of issue in the book in, in terms of how it's written up. Um, it makes it sound like it was written in 82, but only recorded in like 89 or 90 with members of Silent Rage. So, again, that's off the top of my head. Interesting. It, it, it's one, you know, again, everyone's got tastes. I'm, I'm surprised. I love Okay, here, I'm going to ruin another track for you. I love Ace's Weapons, Power to Raise the Dead. I freaking love it. But I always like Weapons off Gene's uh, Asshole album, so that's hardly surprising with Ace's rewritten vocals. Um, Mark, questions? Lonnie? What about the uh, In Your Face with Gene singing? I know I'm going down the road of, of tracks. That was one that just kind of intrigued me a little bit. Is that... Is it, just give me a yes, no. Is it good? No. Is it bad? You can see why he had Ace sing it. Um, you can see why he had Ace sing it. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, my, my very last thing on, on my, my kind of notes that I did, I, I so seldom do notes for a show, but I had to for this because, again, it's not the sort of thing I can do off the cuff. Uh, I've got one more question to, to deal with 
and then I do have a highlights of each disc uh, that I think right now. Okay. So, uh, last question is, what are you mad is not on the vault musically? Yeah. Number Why are you mad? Why am I mad? Number one, I'm not mad. Um, I'm not even di- I'm not even disappointed. Um, I'm more happy that there's 166 songs and there was a bonus disc put on at the end. So, Stanley the Parrot, it's already out there. Go on YouTube. Um, the Magnographic demos from the pre-Destroyer stuff, it's out there. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. think, if anything, I would have loved more of the 1970 publishing tape. But you get Nancy, you get uh, Arivas in the Eye. No, Nancy, Arivas in the Eye is all one title, and it's just shortened to Nancy on the vault. You get Eskimo Sun, you get Put On Your Slippers. So you get a lot of it. You also get the original Little Lady Going Blind, which, Mm. you know, Mm -hmm. is is very cool. I, I think they've left enough meat on the bones for, well, let me see. Okay, I am mad. Because the shit from crazy, the, the shit from Crazy Nights on here, <laughs> combined with Paul's demos, would have made mm. a fucking fantastic deluxe edition. I'm sorry, are you always this hot? Dial L, plus two Gene demos for uh, Good Girl Gone Bad and Hell or High Water, plus Paul's four for Crazy Nights. I'll fight Hell to Hold You, Turn on the Night, and shit, can't think of what the uh, when your walls come down. Mm-hmm. Then, of course, there's My Way, the vocal take, Sword and Stone, mm-hmm. and the demo of Hide Your Heart. That would make mm-hmm. a fucking awesome Crazy Nights 30th Anniversary Deluxe Edition, coupled with a full Tokyo show or the full Philly show uh, from, from that tour. Mm-hmm. And now hearing them, I'm like, well, fine, well, I can cue them up myself, and I would still buy it in a minute if Universal did it. So that's the only thing I'm mad about. That there is material for deluxe editions that could have been included from here. But you know what? If Universal's not interested and the sales numbers of, say, uh, Destroyer Resurrected or Love Gun Deluxe were so poor that mm. they don't think Kiss can justify it, regardless of the quality of the product, kind of shooting itself in the foot. It's a circular argument when it comes to Kiss. Um, you know, at, at least the end result is that these are here for those of us who you know, are able to, to do the product. I'm monologued again. I'm sorry. No, it's good. And it, it, <laughs> it also boarded. I enjoy rant. a good Julia. It, it was a rant. A monologue. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what, what else? What, what other questions? What are the thoughts? The, the, the vault itself is made out of uh, high quality <laughs> I nearly said it. I nearly said balsa uh, plywood. So it, it it's is, wood. Yeah, yeah it, it's, it's wood. wood. It is sprayed. Some people have noted that the faux rust blotches um, don't look yeah, as good as on the prototype. And no, they don't look as good as on the prototype. And that doesn't matter a, a bit to me. You know, the, the damn thing opens up and there's a light inside. Yeah. Yeah, the light's really cool. You can yeah. seek enlightenment inside the Gene Simmons vault as well as music. So uh, it rolls really well on the heavy, heavy gauge casters. I mean, Eric Singer rolling his up and uh, that was quite a sight to see. As I, I hope everyone's seen the picture of Eric actually holding yeah, his ball. Yeah, I saw the picture. With, 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 Fantastic. You know, he, he was walking around. He's like, you know, Gene side mind to me. Blow me. I was like, what? He's all proud of himself. <laughs> yeah, he, he was so cool. You know, it was great to see Eric and Bruce, you know, half, Lonnie, half of the revenge lineup. Heck yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. Ace walking in. Then you got. Three well, three quarters of the revenge lineup. What are you well, that's about? that's the other thing is for me. Uh, as I got a picture with Ace, and I'd never met Ace before. 
You have oh, really? That's, wow. That was my first time meeting Ace. I mean, I'd seen him in, you know, live. The last time I saw him live was back in, you know, nine, whatever it is, 90 or whatever, uh, um, when the Freelace Comet thing was going on. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that was one on my list that, you know, I wanted to meet him and get a picture, and I, I, it was just lucky, you know. Unexpectedly, very lucky. That's really cool. And of course, I'd forgotten to get we well, we both forgot to get pictures with Bruce in L.A. last January, didn't we? Or did you get one with him? Uh, I got one with him this time too. Just, yeah, yeah. So. I didn't have a <laughs> I didn't have a picture with Bruce, so I, uh, I I got that one too, and I got one with Eric. So I got one with everybody. So I, I got them both together because I just happened to be chatting with Eric, and then Bruce came by, and I was like, "Oh wait, Daniel, can you take my picture for me?" You know, so uh, you know, I, I was thrilled to get a photo with both Eric. I mean, Eric, I've I've uh, kind of uh, hung out with briefly in 1999 or 2000, and didn't bother getting a photo. It wasn't a you know a pro- appropriate thing, but it's just nice to have that memory, that interaction with you know members of the band. And of course, he's a current and past member of the band. Uh, up into one. Actually, I do have one question, just because I kind of saw this just the, the other day on the, one of the Facebook pages. How? What are the logistics of buying this whole uh, box set thing? Because the reason why I'm asking is because I could have sworn I saw somebody say that they were going to two separate events. Does that mean that you can buy two of these if you wanted two thousand of? And just I don't think the they're going to tell you no. You get them just yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy as many as you want. I'm sure. Yeah, um, you, you can. There was one guy who bought three of them at the LA. Uh, oh really? To to bring additional people to. Um, obviously, Gene Simmons yeah. will not say no to your credit card. Um, <laughs> and and we probably should have dropped it in earlier that you know it, for all those sorts of questions and details, go to www.genesimmonsvault.com. And if the, the answer is not in the FAQ that they have there, call their customer service line and speak with one of the the, the brilliant people who will be able to answer those questions. They have been combining multiple events uh, in Las Vegas in February, I believe. They have the vault on the Saturday the vault experience and then the gene simmons master class the following day so if you've got plenty of disposable cash you can go pick up a vault on one day and then go and have a bass lesson with gene and get a kick-ass signed (laughs) bass from him i mean um you know so so if that works and floats your boat you know (laughs) go for it that there's plenty gene will happily divest you of any excess cash that is weighing you down (laughs) because i I just i don't know i don't know why take it off your hands I don't know why I kind of had this impression almost like he was making it sound like it was like such a limited thing that they were going to have it like one per mm. person. But I guess that would be incorrect to think but, that, right? Uh, they will not, they gonna, will not limit it. Yeah. yeah but they're going to make they probably just as, as many as people you know order them. That's how they're, many they're going to make. They're not going to make a whole bunch of extras and have stock laying around, though, either, I don't think. Um, well, like the Kisteria orders ended, are in. Kisteria ended up in well, uh, what was that discount? Yeah. Deepdiscount.com, Deep I think. Discount. I don't think you're going to find the Gene Simmons vault being marked down to 1749. Um, yeah. A deep discount six months down the road after the vault experience no. is in. I just exactly. don't. You know, they might have They're a few extras, gonna... 
that, uh, you know, he'll say, hey, you know, if you, if you, you know, let's say he has five extras when all said and done because people passed away mm-hmm. during the vault experience and couldn't pick him up. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if on tour he will offer a vault, a personal vault experience, you know, yeah. and you'll pay 2500 then to get it, but he'll, you'll get it at a Kiss show. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, we- that's the only way I see any excess stock being handled. Yeah, the other thing they're trying to do is they're trying to get the well, they're trying to get the vaults mailed out in time to the events, you know, to the upcoming events. So the people will have the vault ahead of time if they want to take the book out of there and and take it when they go. Just take the book and get that signed by Gene or or whatever. Um, I know they're trying it, so I'm I'm guessing they're going to probably be shipping soon because the next event's in what coming up in february right no the, the next event detroit, is detroit, detroit on the 20th detroit, and 21st yeah. two dates so oh okay even, even sooner so yeah you know they they kind of said in an email that they were going to try to get you know get these things out there before the you know the events happen um but that happened so late when they decided to uh, give you an option to sh- you know get it shipped versus picking it up i mean that didn't happen until about two weeks before our event i yeah. think they they send an email say hey well we decided you know you can either pick it up at the event or we'll get a ship to you free of charge and uh so i said oh i decided to get it shipped something so, free you know free yeah i was kind of wondering about that like why you opted to get it shipped as opposed to just picking it up there well, it's kind of I, the thing is how big it was, and, and Jesus you know, Christ, how big! Fitting it was. in my Challenger is is a challenge. Another thing. It'd be a tight so. squeeze to get that in the back <laughs> in the Challenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Let's, I think it probably would have fit in my trunk because actually the trunk's pretty good, pretty good space. But uh, I thought, you know what? I don't know the logistics of the whole thing. If I'm going to have to, how I'm going to, if they're going to leave it in a box or i got to carry it out of there or you know what problem on your if hands, I, walk, yeah. I wanted to walk to the place i'm like i want to walk with the vault from the hotel to the i mean what roll, am i gonna do roll know? it up the freaking road to the hotel oh yeah well i don't want to do that too close to that area so yeah there's some uh unpleasant things on the streets there it's so, it anyway, just guys, like san francisco it, so it's it, similar to that yeah so uh, but anyway, so the people that have to decide, you know, if you're going to get it shipped or or if you're going to pick it up at the vault, you know, that's just a thing you're going to have to think about. We'll have to see what happens, uh, I guess, coming up. Hopefully I'll get mine soon. Obviously, our, our event is over, uh, but it was too short of notice to really for them to ship it out in time for the vault. So. I think it was a good idea they made to offer that as an option. I mean, as oh, I as I took mine out, to, I mean, I came in with a, a luggage trolley, and because uh, and they gave me a box right then and there after my vault experience, and I rolled it out to the car, popped my trunk, and I was like, oh shit, it's not gonna fit. What if we'd had two of these? Uh, you know, so <laughs> my, my mine went in the car in the back seat with a seatbelt around it uh, for it <laughs> for the drive See, back. That's and what I'm it, you know, fortunately yeah. the the parking lot at Capitol was secure, so I could leave it in there all day. And, oh, that's good. And, you know, I, I did eventually go back there and, and pop it open. Um, you know, while you guys think it's some final questions, if you have any, I'm just going to go through my last section of my notes here. And it's uh, what are the highlights? 
And uh, what I've done here, and it'll probably change as I listen to the vault more, but my I picked a, a track or two off each of the discs that jump out at me right now. Uh, and I'll see if I can remember why as I go through them. All right, so disc one, Juliet. Not because it's similar to my name, which is now spelled with me, of course. Um, Julian. It's got a living color cult of personality sort of vibe to it musically, which just mm. is a cool dynamic to kind of hear from Gene, for me. Um, disc two. And uh, I mentioned it earlier, weapons, power to raise the dead, Ace's stuff. Uh, it it harkens back to if you've heard the old demo of uh, Dark Light called Don't Run, where Ace starts oh, yeah. uh, has a spoken kind of response. Yeah, you know, you don't always know. Yeah, something like that. I don't remember the, the no one knows the lyrics of that song off the top of their heads. Uh, but he does a little <laughs> bit of that in this song, so it, it's kind of neat. Uh, disc three, I think this is the best the best disc of the set for me. Van Halen, Asylum Demos, Crazy Nights, and Only You. Shit. Mm. You know, so that that, mm. that breadth of material. Um, disc, disc 4 is another uh, another wow one with uh, the Love Gun Alive 2 and Dynasty Demos and finishing with Gene's demo of It's My Life. Um, okay, fuck it. I'm not reading that. All right, uh, Disc 5, Always Near You, the demo. And uh, also mm-hmm. these, the, what became the second half of that song on his solo album. Again, just fantastic. He Gene. played that too. He yeah, that. getting some him to getting to see him play some of that in L.A. was unexpected. Again, we didn't know what he was going to do for the song stories. Uh, disc six, Are You Real? Um, and I guess you might call this one the asshole disc. A lot of stuff that kind of ended mm-hmm. up on there, including some stuff that I thought I'd have no interest hearing was actually rather interesting to hear. So that, that's was surprising disc seven we've heard a sample of this you can go hear it on gene simmons sample um page for the the, for the vault and don't stick an ice pick in my ears of saying this suspicious i love it you know yeah it it became a black and blue track but again it's a kind of a different sort of vibe which is what i like gene about gene is that a lot of his stuff is not just uh hairy gorilla music um disc eight (laughs) bad bad loving yeah, we had that one in collector circles for years. That was good. This has the full intro, and it's crystal clear, and it's uh, just it's it's really nice to have that in, in such quality. Um, disc nine, it's gonna be all right, and that's a, a favorite of many a collector and fan. Uh, what I think that one demonstrates is that the <laughs> the, the quality of some of the best copies that circulate out there aren't far off what this is um just showing how lo-fi some of his recording techniques were again uh, getting to pay gene for the privilege of hearing it I, i'm cool with the quality um disc 10 this was the most difficult disc to actually pick one i went with the last track on it roar of the grease paint and uh, that is a precursor to journey of a thousand years Oh, is that? I, that's so, what I was, I was going to ask you. Yeah, so, okay. so, is that because because I, you know, Journey of a Thousand Years is like one of my favorite songs that Gene's done, and, and I, I, is, I was you, hoping I, a demo of that. So that is the one. Okay. Yeah, I'll have to send you these notes, Ken, so that we can compare afterwards. You know what I've said about some of these tracks with your impressions when you actually get to hear yeah, it. Yeah. Disc eleven, yeah. Uh, talking of knockouts, Minasan, Hachu, Hachu, whatever. Um, a Japanese inspired track, but it's a pretty rocking song. It's cool. But Eskimo Sun, by mm. far, so thrilled. And he played some of that on the acoustic guitar during the event as well. So 
there's something for everyone. You know, as as collectors, as listeners, as fans of Gene, we've all kind of got our our uh, areas of songwriting that we love him for. Whether it's him in Harry Gorilla mode, whether it's Cookie Monster, whether it's See You Tonight, you know, th- there are so many different faces. You know, to Gene Simmons, man of a thousand yeah, faces. Man of a thousand faces. Yeah. Exactly. So you know, I don't doubt that there's something for everyone, and eventually. You know, un- unfortunately or fortunately, depending on your perspective, a lot of this stuff will probably leak, so people will get to hear and you know chime in with their mm-hmm. opinions. Probably. Okay, so I do, I do have one last question. So we do know, thanks to Gene and some of your footage that was put out there, that there was two people who did the producers thing because they ended up on the plate as co-producers right mm-hmm. on the vault right mm-hmm. now do we know if anybody has actually done the fifty thousand dollar home experience they haven't done it yet no. we, we we know that one person purchased it um or we believe oh, so there has been somebody we, we believe that one person did but you know no. that can take Bonnie's place gonna time the year. House and... right i'm taking on a second mortgage so you know i i you know, we, we were gonna buy a new house <laughs> this year but i decided no let's not buy a new house let's take out another mortgage on this one so that Gene can come here for two hours. There you go. I'm sorry. Um, I'm and, sorry. You, you wouldn't be sitting there had that. No, no, case. no. I wouldn't be You'd sitting be... here. You wouldn't see the shit behind me either. <laughs> me, me, and this shit would be in the front yard, six <laughs> six feet under. Right. That too. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, I'm just I'm just curious because I I know that they made a point of saying that there was those two people involved in the producers part. So. Yeah, you know, if I won a lot of. Yeah, look, it, I yeah, would do it. It looks like all it looks like all of those producer experiences. Those are the only two that happened, and you know that's fine. Um, you know, again, I, I think as more and more people hear about what the experience actually is now that one has taken place, I think uh, some of the antipathy or maybe the the negative thoughts about oh wow it really was that cool. Well, for me it was. All of a sudden, I stopped trying to justify this expense in my my head. It sure it helped that I'd managed to pay it off the week before. I'm not trying place. to. I'm not trying to make it a negative. I'm just I'm just uh, out of just total curiosity of mm-hmm. how it it went. I'm not I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I, I would do it if I had the money. You yeah, know? you know I'm not I'm not taking you asking as a negative at all. A, a totally valid question to ask. Isn't isn't there going to be a a Canadian uh, one? Uh, vault experience. I thought there was a Canada date on there, the right? Toronto was a good seller. They might, they might invite uh, Bob, Ezrin. There oh you go. Boy. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there for that one. That put Mark over the edge. Mark would have to do it. Yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I, I sell my stuff for that now. Uh, you'll end up shitlisted <laughs> for life too. With, with Bob. Another thing before <laughs> I forget, I'd like to say is, is uh, uh, I want to thank you to Julian for the. The video, um, because you know he let it. He kept, you know, he could have just took his camera out of there and said, "The hell, hell with Ken." And, you know, he's, he's not gonna get a video. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you should brush your own damn. Or, or he, he could have told me to pay him for it or something. But uh, no. So I was, I was thinking, yeah. Thank you for you know leaving it in there. And I, I forgot you had it. Like I said, when I went in there, I went pretty much blank. I didn't, you know, I was just kind of absorbing what was going on around me with gene and everything uh, but 
Yeah, thank you again for um, filming it and and providing me a, a copy of, of my experience uh, there. So you know, I appreciate that. You know, that hey, very much. You're, you're you're more than welcome. I'm glad that we were in line together and that we we're able to do that. I mean, a lot of people won't have that um, kind of thing to look back on. And you know, it it was cool to get all that footage. And Keith, Keith, again, thank you, Keith, for letting me film it. And you know, here's an even bigger thank you. Thank you for moving the fucking camera in the middle of my experience so that I had that footage of me actually getting my vault face on. Because when I came in, I put the camera off to the side and it was more of a side kind of from the backside view of uh, me and Jonathan kind of, kind of doing it. And he just took the camera over to a better position for me, you know, so thank you very much. And, you know, you know, we're lucky in, in that, you know, we kind of thought about that in advance and, you know, I'm glad I didn't do that for too many people with how the battery did die in the middle of the performance. But, you know, uh, so, so what? I'd rather have the experience captured. That That's that's more important. And, I'll, you know, like I said earlier, we'll put some a little bit more of the footage in. There's some, you know, I can't share, but uh, a little bit more of my experience with Gene, hopefully, if I can remember to splice it in. All right. Any last questions before we call it a show? Blank faces all around. I think we've answered everything. But you know what? Uh, for any questions that we haven't answered today, anything about the Vault experience, you know, follow Facebook and, you know, people who will be doing the Vault experience in Detroit, which is, of course, the next one coming up, competing directly with the Atlanta Kiss Expo, um, you know, to see how things are changed up. You know, what guests do show up? You know, there's no guarantees of guests. You're not buying it for the guests. You're buying it for the vault and the gene experience. And just keep that in mind. If you do score one where people are able to come in and add a little extra seasoning, then just t take it. And if they don't, enjoy the day. Talk to your fellow fans because you're all special people doing this experience together. So make new friends and, uh, you know, enjoy it. Gene worked his ass off from 1130 in the morning. Yeah, he I, did. I've got the timestamp on that photograph <laughs> of uh, him walking the line. That was 1126 in the morning through just gone past 830 at night. He did not have a break. He snacked uh, throughout the day and drank soda in, in the control room, yeah. you know, uh, but he worked and worked and worked, came out, worked on stage, went back in, continued working. And you know what? At the end of the day, he looked as good at the end as he did at the beginning. And he had a great demeanor, yeah, did. as did Ace, as did Bruce and Eric, as did all of the staff. And you know what? The fans as well. Even with all that free beer, there weren't any uh, vomiting Kiss fans slipping <laughs> and doing the slip and slide in Studio A. You know, <laughs> there, was, there was no grief. There was no aggro. It was just an experience so thank you to everyone involved thank you for all the people that i met there and uh you know again thank you for tuning into this episode and for listening to the kiss my collectibles episode check out the podcast rock city one and you know stay on facebook and see you know what else crops up on these vault experiences there's a lot more to come and of course paul stanley's doing soul station in japan so lots of stuff happening at the mm -hmm. moment so i guess for now mm -hmm. from uh ken from lonnie from mark and myself Thank you for listening. We will see you next time. And some of us will see you in Atlanta next weekend. I don't know if we'll have an episode next week. So if we don't, we'll see you in Atlanta. Stop by and say hi. And uh, there'll be lots of books at my table. And I'll probably bring some vinyl, too. All right. Bye for now. But before we do anything, I want to present you with something special. You're giving, you're giving us a lot today. Uh, I'll give you a copy of Kiss Whoa. on Tour. This is your touring history, 1973. See that. Turn around, you guys. See this. Thank you for spending time listening to the Kiss FAQ podcast today. 
All sales are final. There are no refunds. If you'd like, look us up on Facebook or come over to the KISS FAQ message board and discuss the topic we've broadcast today. Don't forget to rate us on iTunes, Spreaker, or wherever you've listened to the show. We hope you'll join us again.